would you remain standing in honor of God's word and go with me to the gospel of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew. I'm going to read what may seem like a Christmas passage for the beginning of the new year, but I promise you it's so appropriate to this year and it's really not a Christmas passage, even though we use it like this all the time. Matthew chapter 2 Verse number one, it says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men came from the east, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. And when they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they had come into the what does that say? The what? The what? What do you mean? I thought it was supposed to say stable. When they came to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Pastor, it's New Year's. What are we doing talking about Christmas? By the way, I hate when Christmas goes by so fast anyway. So even if we were talking about Christmas, it'd be good to still talk about Christmas because it needs to last a little longer sometimes. But Pastor, what are we doing? Well, we're not exactly talking about Christmas. Actually, I want to share with you what I'm calling winning wisdom from the wise men. That if you heed, that's all you'll need in 2021. Winning wisdom from the wise men. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, would you minister by your grace and your power, and most of all, by your anointing, which makes preaching effective, enjoyable, and easy. We pray it in Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, you may be seated. Well, it's a new year. We are moving on from 2020. And moving into 2021, to which everybody is, amen, amen, amen for moving on from the most bizarre, crazy, confusing, challenging, and difficult year of most of our lifetimes. And in our hearts, we want to turn the page, don't we? We want to put the crazy COVID year behind us and move on, get a fresh start, get back to normal. But the truth is, we can't quite yet. We are still carrying COVID 2020 into 2021, along with, as we saw, all of the continued political chaos. Things are not back to normal. Sorry to be a killjoy. Many are still doing church virtually. 
We are still wearing masks. We are still social distancing. We are still dealing with not being able to see family and loved ones like we want. We're still watching businesses on the brink and going under. We're still seeing joblessness and unemployment. The world is still fighting to overcome this obstacle that loomed over 2020 like a dark cloud, but whose shadow is still following us into 2021. And I know that's not what we want to hear, but there's a question. What happens when you want to turn the page on the problematic, the the pressurized, the trying, the tough, the challenging, the emotionally draining, but that choice is just not possible. What happens when you want to forget those things which are behind you, but through no fault of your own, you have to bring those things which are behind you into your present? What happens when your mind is saying, move forward, but reality is saying, not yet? What happens when you want to leave certain things in the past, but they follow you further into your present than you want them to? What do you do? I call this a crisis conundrum. A bewilderment of new beginnings that a typical new year does not have. In a typical new year, we, we turn the page, we sing old lines eye, we, we, we set our goals and we get ready to leave the past in the past. But this year, past is moving with us into the present. What do you do? What do you do when you get what little Alexander would call a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad, not day, but year? Listen to what his story says. You heard this all before, children's story. I went to sleep with gum in my mouth, and now there's gum in my hair. When I get out of bed, got out of bed this morning, I tripped on the skateboard, and by mistake, I dropped my sweater in the sink while the water was running, and I could tell it was going to be a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. At breakfast, Anthony found a Corvette Stingray car kit in his breakfast cereal box, and Nick found a junior undercover agent code ring in his breakfast cereal box. But in my breakfast cereal box, all I found was breakfast cereal. I think I'll move to Australia in the carpool. Mrs. Gibson let Becky have a window seat. Audrey and Elliot, they got window seats too. I said I was being scrunched. I said I was being smushed. I said if I don't get a seat by the window, I'm going to get car sick and no one even answered. I could tell it was going to be a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day at school. Mrs. Dickens liked Paul's picture of a sailboat better than my picture of an invisible castle. At singing time, she said, I sang too loud. At counting time, she she said, I left out 16. Who needs needs 16? I could tell it was going to be a horrible, terrible, no good, very bad day. I could tell because Paul said I wasn't his best friend anymore. He said that Philip Parker was his best friend and that Albert Mayer was his next best friend. And I was only his third best friend. I hope you sit on attack, I said to Paul. I hope the next time you get a double-decker strawberry ice cream cone, the ice cream part falls off the cone part and lands in Australia. There were two cupcakes in Philip Parker's lunch bag. And Albert Mayo got a Hershey bar with almonds and Paul's mother gave him a piece of jelly roll that had little coconut sprinkles on the top of it. And guess whose mother forgot to pack dessert? It was a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. There were lima beans for dinner. I hate lima beans. It was kissing on TV. I hate kissing. My bath was too hot. I got soap in my eyes. My marble went down the drain. I had to wear my railroad pajamas. I hate my railroad pajamas. When I went to bed, Nick took back the pillow that he said I could keep. And the Mickey Mouse nightlight burned down. I bit my tongue. The cat wanted to sleep with Anthony and not with me. It has been a horrible, terrible, no good, very bad year. My mom says some days are like that. 
even in Australia. What happens when you have a no good, horrible, not very bad day, but no good, horrible, very bad year, and you want to move to Australia, but it's like that over in Australia because the pandemic didn't pick one country over another country or one people group over another people group. It didn't pick black people over white people or white people over black people or poor people over rich people or saint over sinner. It just showed up. What do you do when you want to turn the page on a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad year, but you can't quite yet? Well, you do what the scripture tells you to do. And that's that you, you get wisdom. How many of you know what wisdom is for? Wisdom is for, for no good, terrible, problematic, very bad, horrible, Years, days, times, circumstances, situations. Proverbs chapter 4 says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all that getting, get understanding. And who better to get wisdom from? Winning wisdom for 2021 than those the Bible calls wise men. If I was writing the Bible, I would have said wise guys, but God appropriately called them wise men. little Italian joke right there. Who better than to get wisdom for 2020? Winning wisdom. What do I do? How do I, how do I win? When everything around me is saying you can't win. When everything around me is saying life has changed. When everything around me is saying life is going to be difficult for a longer period. Well, we go to the word of God and we get wisdom from the wise men. As we delve into the text, I want to begin by sharing a lot of things you think you might know about the story of the Magi, but you might not. First and foremost, the Magi debatably may not have been part of the first Christmas. We know ultimately that they met Jesus at a house and not at a stable. So we read in the scripture. And there's a lot of theological debate on whether they showed up 14 days after the birth or as many as two years after the birth, which is why Herod issued an edict to kill all of the male children in and around Jerusalem, uh, in and around Bethlehem, and all of the districts two years old and under. They were, um, even though we say three kings, probably not three kings. We don't know as how many kings they were. Matter of fact, truth of the matter is they weren't even kings. They worked for kings, and they worked in king's court. There may have been five. There may have been 50. There was a large entourage that traveled with them. They were, by worldly standards, wise, Ivy Leaguers with genius IQs, hence wise men. And they probably traveled with this large caravan of attendants and guards to protect the treasure. Interestingly enough, frankincense was the most valuable, even more valuable than gold. Most people don't know that. The reason why is that there is theological understanding in frankincense that it is like an incense of obviously of sorts that ascends up and therefore it is like prayers and it's supposed to be the prayers of intercession or Jesus interceding on behalf of mankind for our salvation and what is more precious and costly than our salvation. Our salvation is even more costly than gold itself. That's why the song says I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. 
untold. I'd rather have Jesus than riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than worldwide fame. I'd rather be true to his holy name. The wise men journeyed a long way from Babylon all the way to Bethlehem, about 900 miles on foot or by camel, probably a combination of the two, not in a comfortable car, not on an airplane, but 900 miles on foot and camel. The journey was arduous. It was laborious. It was probably tedious. It was boring. It was tiresome. But to them, the journey was worth every ounce of effort, every pinch of pain, every moment of discomfort and weariness and toil because they were on their way to find Jesus. And this, my friends, is the first bit of wisdom. Winning wisdom for 2021. In all that you do in 2021, in all your goals, in all your resolutions, in all your pursuits, in everything that you do, can I give you the best wisdom that anybody could ever give you for 2021? Find where Jesus is in 2021 and stay on that path. Matter of fact, there's three treasures of wisdom from the wise men for 2021. And they are simply find Jesus, worship Jesus, and leave another way. Find Jesus, worship Jesus, leave another way. That'll preach all by itself. In 2021, I can say amen right here. You can go home, meditate on that, get that, and have an outstanding 2021 full of wisdom because if you will just find Jesus, locate him in the middle of every circumstance and situation of life, worship Jesus no matter what's going on in your life, and then after you find him and worship him, make sure you're changed by the experience because there's too many Christians that claim to find Jesus and claim to worship Jesus, but they never ever change. Winning wisdom for 2021. We're going to delve deep into all three, but today I want to focus on just the one, finding Jesus. Finding Jesus. And I don't mean as necessarily Savior. Tell them locating Him in whatever it is that you're going through, because how many of you know when the journey is long and laborious and tedious and tiresome and painful and confusing and controversial and chaotic and hectic and with slow progress and with various voices vying for your mind and heart, finding Jesus can be a challenge. One of the biggest challenges for the church in 2020 was finding Jesus. A lot of people had to turn in their profit card in 2020. It's easy in the midst of all of what is going on. It was easy in the midst of COVID 2020 and election 2020 to lose sight of Jesus, to lose sight of his principles, his person, his truths, his sovereignty, and his presence. It was easy. It is easy to let the storm cause you to lose sight of the Savior. The storm has a way of causing us to take our eyes off Jesus and to begin to sink like Peter when the storm hits. Instead of keeping our eyes focused on where is Jesus, 
We start worrying about everything else that is around us. But God brought me here today to remind somebody that the wisest thing that you can do in 2021 is to find Jesus. Find out where he stands. Find out what he says. Find out what he wants. Find out what he expects of you. Find out how he wants you to respond. Find out what he wants you to post, tweet, or TikTok. Find out what he wants you to work on. Find out what he wants you to pursue. Find out how he wants to use you. Come on, somebody. Winning wisdom for 2021 find Jesus in the middle of it all the wise men's journey was not about getting an answer it was about finding the answer it was not about getting a blessing it was about finding the blessor it was not about personal peace it was about finding the prince of peace it was not about getting something from Jesus it was about journeying to where Jesus was can I just preach this for a moment because sometimes the object of our trip is to get something from him instead of to find out where instead of the journey toward him the goal is that we get conformed into the image of Christ daily becoming more and more like Christ that must be the object of our journey here on the planet I know you want to lose weight some of you need to lose weight I need to lose some more weight Ain't about 18 pounds from Thanksgiving to Christmas. I didn't even know that was possible, but I did. I know y'all want to lose some weight. I know y'all want to make some more money. I know you want to build your retirement nest egg. I want, I know you want to increase your followers and become an influencer. I know you want to get paid because your TikTok has blown up. But let me give you some of the greatest advice somebody could ever give you from the wise men. Find Jesus, locate him, love him, and refuse to leave his side. 2021. This is the essence of the journey. This is the key to the fountain of life and the wellspring from which all wisdom flows. And therefore, this quest is not always easy. It's not always easy to locate Jesus. And so several things. Number one, find Jesus even when, I should have said, especially when life goes dark You might have noticed one of the subtleties of the story. And that's that the star that the wise men followed from the east all the way to Bethlehem disappeared for a moment. It wasn't a constant star leading them every second of every moment. Matter of fact, in Matthew 2, verse 2 of our text, they said, we have seen the star. Have seen means that we saw it. But we're not necessarily seeing it anymore. It is past tense. And then after they have a consultation with Herod, did you notice what happened when they walked out of the presence of Herod? It says they saw the star once again and they were overjoyed to see it. Why would you be overjoyed to see something that you are seeing and 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 seeing? The only reason why you'd be overjoyed is if it disappeared for a moment and suddenly it appeared again. There was a moment where the guiding light went dark. What do you do as you're getting close? Because they were close. They were in Bethlehem. Close. What do you do when you get close? And it seems like God goes dark. 
What do you do when you're on the precipice of what you have been journeying along and hard for and suddenly it appears like God goes dark. Suddenly you feel your prayers are not connecting like your praise isn't leaving the room and like he's not leading you but maybe even left you. Answer, you stay faithful to finding Jesus. This isn't always the case but I feel like this is for somebody. Sometimes the reason why God goes dark when we are close to our breakthrough or close to our blessing or close to our victory or close to what we have been pursuing is because the thing becomes the object of our pursuit instead of God becoming the object of our pursuit. And so God says, before I allow you to have this, I've got to have a recalibration of your determination. Some of y'all need your determination recalibrated. You say, well, what do you mean, Pastor? 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2, the Apostle Paul said, For I have determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Now, the word determination is not just simply a choice. It is used to describe rule or governance. And literally what the Apostle Paul was saying is he was saying that I have made a decision to make the pursuit of Christ the ruling and governing principle in my life. Above everything else in my life, I don't pursue a thing. I pursue Christ. I don't pursue an answer. I pursue the answer. I don't pursue a blessing. I pursue the blessor. I have determined the rule, the governing factor in my life is I am going after Jesus. The greatest wisdom that you can ever get is to go after Jesus. And here's what I found. If you remain faithful to finding Jesus even when God goes dark, the guiding light will reappear. God, where are you? Gotta go talk to Herod about this. I'm still looking to find Jesus. All of a sudden they come out. There it is. They were overjoyed. Number two, find Herod even when. Find Jesus even when, especially when Herod shows up. When the journey is long, And God seems to go dark. That's when the enemy causes Herods to appear. Have you ever met one? The wise men lived far enough away to not really know who Herod was. They didn't know he was evil. They didn't know he was paranoid. They didn't know that he was vicious and violent. They didn't know that he had one of his wives and two of his sons executed because he thought they were going to take the throne away from him. Caesar Augustus once said that it was better to be Herod's pig than one of his sons. They didn't know of Herod's duplicitous cunning that he was about to treat them with. Friends, when life is hard, when God seems to go dark, know this, that is when Satan will send in Herod's into your life. So be sure during this vulnerable place to verify your sources before you look for help from someone to put you back on the right track because Herod has an agenda. He is an unholy alliance and he is not there to help. Be careful who pops up at vulnerable points on your journey because not everybody is sent to help you. Matter of fact, many are sent by hell to hurt you.
And the opportune time is when God goes dark. Herod had an evil agenda. It was self-serving. History tells us that he called himself the king of the Jews. And in a sense, he was. He wasn't even Jewish. But he cozied up to Rome at just the right time. And all of its evil political, political operatives he made friends with, friends in high places. He made appeasements to his prospective constituents to act like he cared, and therefore he was made king of the Jews. Let me call a time out here for a minute. This preaches better in 2021 than it did in 2020. Watch this. Let me caution you during long, arduous, tiresome, painful times not to align with politics, but rather to persist in finding Jesus. Especially when there is a commingling of religion and politics. Notice the text. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. Now this phrase, all Jerusalem, doesn't really mean all Jerusalem. It means the power brokers. Because watch. And when he gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. Notice the religious leadership of Jerusalem, namely the chief priests and the scribes or the Sanhedrin and the experts in the law consorted together with Herod and aligned themselves with him. This was the religious leadership putting all of their influence behind a political figure who they thought could serve their purposes and their agenda. Be careful who you align yourself with during difficult seasons of life, especially when the lines of religion and politics get crossed. Newsflash, politics are corrupt and evil. Stay with Jesus. Stay with the principles of the scripture in every single circumstance of life. It's not a matter of this one or this one. It's a matter of finding Jesus. Jesus, where do you stand on the issue? Jesus, what do you say about it? Jesus, how do you want me to respond? Stay with Jesus on our journey. Be careful who and what you ask for advice and help. Know who to believe, know how to believe, know what to believe, know why you believe. Don't ask a poor man how to become rich. Don't ask a, a, a mean-spirited person how to be kind. Don't ask a greedy person how to be generous. Don't ask a self-centered person how to be considerate. Don't ask a bitter person how to forgive. Consider your source and realize that the only safe source in life is the Savior, Jesus Christ. Find Jesus. Because the world might get even messier. So the wise men, they actually ask the self-appointed king of the Jews where the king of the Jews is. They ask a maniac, a power monger, who kills his wife and his kids because he feels that his throne is pregnant, and they walk into the self-appointed king of the Jews, and they say, where is the king of the Jews? And they made it out alive. Number three, find Jesus knowing that God's got you. 
Normally, Herod would have killed the wise men, people like the wise, instantaneously. But instead, he lets them go. And when I read that, you know what I came to my mind? God snatched them. God snatched them from the person that they thought was for them. God snatched them from the person they didn't know would hurt them and kill them. God snatched them from the plan of the enemy when they were trying to find their way back. I don't know if there's anybody here who's ever been snatched from a circumstance by God. Some of you know you've been snatched. Some of you know you've been snatched from drugs and alcohol and addiction and relationships and and environments that could have killed you. And that's why maybe your praise and your shout is a little bit better than somebody else's but everybody ought to have that same kind of praise because God has snatched every single one of us more times than we know he snatched them you know why he snatched them because God's got us Herod actually trusts the wise men he sent them to Bethlehem and he said go and search carefully for the young child and when you found him bring me back word that I may come and worship him also lie alive pants on fire He thinks they're totally with him, like the Sadducees and the scribes. He sends them off without any accompaniment, nobody to report to them, no one to keep watch of them. Little does Herod know, little does the enemy know that God's got them. He never factored in the fact that God's got them, that he would never see them again because the Lord is always a million steps ahead of the enemy. He didn't factor in that the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. He didn't factor in that the hand of God is upon every event that transpires in our life. He didn't factor in that his alignment with the Sadducees and scribes was a fulfillment of prophecy. Psalm 2 where it says the kings of the earth and the rulers of the earth will consider Inspire against the Lord that the Lord was actually using crazy Herod to fulfill scripture. He forgot what well, we must never forget on our journey to finding Jesus, and that is that God's got us. He will cause the mockers to be mocked. He will cause the shamers to be put to shame. He will cause the ridiculers to be ridiculed. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. Why? Because God's got us. I said God's got us. He can't be outwitted. He can't be outmaneuvered. He has already visited our future and backed up into our present. He has watched the enemy's version of the story and foiled it. God has got us. Come on, somebody. God has got us. He's got you rising up and he's got you lying down. God has got you. He goes before you. He is behind you. He is beside you. He is all around you. God has got you. Find Jesus. Knowing that God has got you. Watch this. Watch this. Verse number nine said, when they heard the king, they They departed, and behold, the star they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Astrologers tell us, that these types of bright stars, the unusually bright ones that flicker with fascinating radiance in the sky, causing everyone to see, require 
planetary alignment with the sun. You cannot have a star of this magnitude unless the planets align. Astrologers tell us that this star had to have Jupiter, Saturn, and Mars all aligned with the sun in order for them to have seen it stand still over where Jesus was. What am I telling you? See, some of you ought to be shouting already, but you don't get it. God will cause the planets to align for you. If your mission in life is find Jesus, he will move heaven and earth to guide you. He will show up in a burning bush. He will show up as a cloud by day and a fire by night. Walk in the midst of a fiery furnace. Part the Red Sea. Release fire and rain from heaven. Shut the mouths of liars. Arrange the circumstances. He'll have certain people meet you at certain times and in certain places, God will do that cause. God's got you. 2021, here I come. Not because you're big and bad. I'm not confident because of who I am. I'm not confident because I think I'm all that. But I have a confidence on the inside because I know that the God who I'm finding in every situation has got me. He's got my back. He's got every step that I take. My steps are ordered of the Lord. And if I make my quest and if I make my search, finding Jesus, God will cause the planets to come into alignment for his children. This is my tidbit of wisdom. Winning wisdom for 2021. It's whispered throughout all of Scripture over and over again. It gets swallowed up in our desire to elevate ourselves above the Lord in our lives. But it's told to us time and time again, Isaiah 55, verse 6. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Matthew 6, 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. First Chronicles 28, verse 9, if you seek him, he will be found by you. Second Chronicles 7, 14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I'll hear from heaven, forgive their sin and heal their land. Psalm 27, verse 8, when you said seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, will I seek. And here is the kicker, the cherry on top, the ice cream on the apple pie, the froth on the cappuccino. Hebrews 11.6. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Somebody told you, seek, 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 seek with everything you got to be rich this year. Diligently seek Jesus. Somebody told you, seek, 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 seek the next opportunity with everything you got. Diligently seek Jesus. Someone says, seek, 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 seek to retire early and build your retirement nest egg. Diligently seek Jesus. Why? Because here's what I found. When we seek his will, his way, his wisdom, his guidance, his face, his heart. Here's what I found out about God. 
He automatically compensates. He rewards. He repays. He honors. He takes care of those who diligently search for him, who beat a path for him, who find him in the midst of chaos, who find him in dark times, who do, don't quit on long journeys, who are willing to go camelback for 900 miles, who make it through the hurdles and the Herods and are still setting out to find Jesus. To those he blesses, he honors, he rewards, he crowns, he exonerates, and he elevates. This isn't a Christmas message. It is a 2021 wisdom that you need to win in 2021. Find Jesus. I promise you, I couldn't have given you a better tip for how to triumph in the upcoming year. And I promise you that life will always have ebbs and flows. Times when it's easy to locate where God is and where he stands. And times when it is brutally hard. Brutally hard not because God is hiding. Not because God is going quiet. But because everything that happens around us makes it seem like God has gotten dark. Because we start tuning in to all this. And the information informs our inner person because we allow it to of where God stands. And it takes diligence in those moments to find out where Jesus is. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Are you seeking Jesus? In every situation. Do you know Jesus? In every one of our services, the main thing is always the main thing. The main thing is, are you right with God? I'll say it for a long time. 2020 taught us a valuable lesson that we must never forget as we turn the page and move forward into 2021. And that's that you and I are mortal. There is an expiration date on our life. If we don't seek Jesus when we're here, we won't be secure when we leave this earth. Are you right with Jesus Christ? Everyone watching at home, are you right with Jesus? We read it. The scripture says, seek him while he can be found. And all you need to do is call out to him. If you're here today, if you're watching there and you've never made peace with God, you've never asked Christ to come into your life, forgive you of your sins and make you right with him. This is your moment. With every head bowed and every eye closed. The scripture says you must surrender to Christ. You don't just by osmosis become right with Christ. You don't perform a bunch of good tasks to be right with Christ. You willfully, intentionally turn your life over to him. You say, I'm a sinner and I need a savior. And I believe that savior is you, Jesus. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if that's you and you're here in this room,
Surrender to him just by lifting up your hand. Say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to know that I'm right with him. If you're in this room, no one's looking. We won't embarrass you. Just hold it up. If you're watching online and that's you, right there in your home, put both hands up. Say, Jesus, I give you my life. For anyone who just responded, let's pray this prayer together. Heavenly Father, right now, I give you my life. I ask you to forgive me of my sins, and I put my faith in Jesus Christ, and I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer online here, we want to encourage you to flag down an usher online, tap the little button that says, I gave my life to Jesus. All right, Jesus in the text, and we'll reach out to you. Listen, God loves you so much. There's so many great pieces of wisdom in the scripture. It's, it's exhaust, exhaustive with wisdom. We're going to look at just a few of those things so that we can get some winning wisdom for 2021. I know I didn't talk much about bounce, but it's going to be a long series. I'm going to get to bouncing and all that, but this, I promise, will help you to bounce back from last year into the year that God has designed for you.